Welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, you guys, it's not November, it's November. That's the fanfare I was looking for. That's right. This month, we're listening to new metal bands putting stuff out today, this decade. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that we've been listening to stuff that's been put out from 1996 Mm -hmm. or 1992 to like 2001 and people have been doing stuff in 2016 and later? Oh, yeah. Yes, Matt. That is exactly what I'm telling you. And that's what we're focusing on right now? That's what we're focusing on. We're doing a whole month of just bands doing that. And let me tell you, I thought there were a few. I thought there were a scattering. I was wrong. There are a lot. The Roach Riders and Indigo Angels showed up. Yeah. We put out the flare and said, who's doing this today? And they said... Oh, let me back the Briggs truck up. (laughs) The Briggs truck of new metal. Let me tell you, they just opened it up. And instead of money, it was a lot of chuggy riffs, some dreads, (laughs) some wallet chains. It all came out of the back of that truck, man. And we, you know what? Jenny, you and I sorted through it. You know, we sure did. We We said, what's what's this band called? What's this name? I got to tell you, a lot of names helped us pick. We picked a few people because we're like, what is this name? All right. Let's see what you got. So we're very excited to dive into this month. And our first band kicking it all off is Dead and their album, Misanthrope. We're going to talk all about it. Talk about how it's new metal today. All the things that they're doing. But before we get to that, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? And a special subcategory, who's emailing? Who's emailing? Who is? I'll tell you who is. Yes. Colin Ray. Colin Ray sent us an email entitled Praise Any Suggestion. Very nice. It says, hey, Lauren, Jennifer, and Matt, I found your podcast about two months ago and haven't looked back. I decided to go chronological and started episode one, and I've been chasing you through the new metal canon ever since. I've just finished episode 50, Slipknot, Iowa. Just wanted to say thank you. You've reminded me of many of my favorites from my Jinko days, and I found new music also. Not sure if this has been suggested before, but didn't see it in the episode list, but you should check out a Welsh band called Lost Prophets. Their first album, The Fake Sound of Progress, is, as we say in Scotland, a better. A belter. Belter. I struggle to read words. Onward to episode 51. Keep on rolling, baby. Colin Ray, Edinburgh, Scotland. In case you are interested. I am interested. I think this might be our first Scottish letter. Might be. So that was an interesting email, and especially for the recommendation of Lost Prophets, who we've kind of touched on only very, very briefly on the show, and basically just saying that we weren't going to do them and kind of believing in it that. And then we got an email from Tyler Reynolds, who headlined it, New Metal Voldemort? 
which let me tell you, that's showing up in my inbox. I was like, let me open this up at work. Uh, <laughs> I, he said, hi. Uh, hey, hello, my, my new metal friends. I've been an Indigo Angel since early this summer when I thought I would start my own new metal podcast. I no longer feel the need because you three have it nailed down pretty well, regardless of personal taste. I don't agree with every entry into the canon, but I also understand that there's no accounting for taste. It's a new metal podcast. I guess I will need to find another way to justify the tattoo on my chest of the Clive Barker eye-gouging demon from the cover of Reveille's Laced. I've been going through the archives at about five episodes a week since June, and I feel a profound absence in the new metal conversation. I'm not through all the episodes, but I've heard absolutely no mention of the band Lost Prophets or their hit songs, and I want to see if we aren't supposed to mention them because of the controversial lead singer's affinity for children. If you don't know, they were basically Linkin Park Light from Wales. I don't want them to get any added support or attention through the pod, but I, and I haven't listened to episodes 90 through 150 yet, but I guess I just wanted to hear you guys mention them or mention why they aren't mentioned. I don't exactly want to cover their albums, but even bad guys should be mentioned as bad guys. Is Lost Prophets the new metal Voldemort? Please discuss or just email me directly if you're like, hell no, we don't talk about kitty diddlers, even if they're in jail for the next 25 years. Also, no disrespect to any Lost Prophets who are or have always been against kid touching. Thanks, coachers. Tyler. Right on. Absolutely. I think I think you've got the speech lock and, locked and loaded, Lauren. So I'm going to defer to you 100%. So I actually did email Tyler back personally just to let him know what our stance is. And I'll kind of just repeat a lot of what I said in the email to him was that, you know, for those who are not familiar, I won't dive into the details of it, but the lead singer of Lost Prophets is a convicted pedophile. Very bad situation. Um, As bad as it can get. I remember where I was. It's funny. There are things that I cannot remember from my life, but I will always remember the day I found out that the lead singer of Lost Prophets was a pedophile. I was at work, and it came across my news updates, and I was talking to a coworker, and I was like, you know the band Lost Prophets? Something's going on with the lead singer. He goes, what happened? I said, I don't know. I guess something, something weird, underage, something. Oh, how bad could it be? It was very bad. The as worst. Bad as it gets. The worst. The absolute worst. If you are curious, Google is your friend. And, you know, they talked to the band and the uh, band was shocked and disgusted as they should have been. And they basically said all of the music, it's tainted. And I have to say, I 100% agree. I was a very big Lost Profits fan. I was very into their second record, Start Something, thought it was really good. And... I can't listen. I, I, not only do I, I, that music is gone. I have to say for all of the, you know, people who have been removed from, you know, doing terrible things and they're having their music erased. I feel like lost profits. They're gone. Nobody's still playing those guys. And, uh, and that's fine. And there's just no, the guy was the lead singer. He wrote all the lyrics. It's in, it's, it's all over all of it. So, you know what, even though maybe some of them were rippers, then the damage is done. And yeah, it's just, it would, there's just no way that we could possibly do an episode talking about these songs in any context because it's just so heinous and so terrible. So that is why we will never do Lost Profits on the show. And in a side note, I'm always looking for new metal uh, bric-a-brac and paraphernalia for future giveaways and things like that. And in my own personal collection, I found a promo CD for Lost Profits, and I reached out to you, Lauren, and I was like, should I just uh, toss this one in the bin? And you were like, yeah, 
it's dead. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. That's what happens. That's right. Yeah. So uh, there you go. That's that's why that's what's up on Lost Profits. Um, you know what though? In more upbeat news, we got some feedback on our Corn Untouchables episode. What? what, what? We sure did. Austin Liebold says another great ep. While I liked this album, I always thought that the sound was lacking something. So I was surprised at the mentions of how big everybody thought it sounded. Since it'll be around Halloween when you get around to the comments for this episode. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Very I nailed good. it. I think you should consider the corn episode of South Park for something. Probably the junk drawer. That uh, corn South Park is excellent. Very, very funny. Fieldy as, uh, is it Velma? Is she the one with uh, the glasses and Scooby-Doo? Yep. They're all Scooby-Doo characters. Yeah. Fieldy as Velma. Very funny. Chris Freeman says, I audibly yelled, oh, fuck yeah, when I saw this this morning. <laughs> A plus app, quality content. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Ronnie Neely says, I agree with Jenny and Matt about just putting it in. Thoughtless and here to stay, even at the height of my corn fandom in 2005, I always felt underwhelmed by this one. I recognized every song on here when I listened back to the episode, but less than a week later, I can barely remember half the album off the top of my head. Feels like most of this one is filler. Regardless, great episode, as always. Appreciate that. Austin Count said, The first time I heard this album was not too long after it came out. Some kid on the school bus just gave me a loose disc copy for free. I remember being super into Here to Stay, but being an ignorant teen, I remember thinking the rest sucked, aside from Thoughtless. Now that I'm older, I can appreciate more of the songwriting on it. While it still may be ranked lower in their discography for me, there's more I like about it now than I did back in 02. All right. Chad Worrell says, though by official canon timeline, the Come Down started on 9-11, I personally would point to Untouchables as the Come Down record for many of us. Ooh. Timothy John Henderson says, I want to hear more of Matt doing impressions of JD's scatting. Matt, can you do it for 10 seconds straight? Let's see. Uh, all right. Here we go. You are, got we gonna, it? are we going to gonna time him? One second here. Gotta... Okay. Hold on. That's not the timer. Right. No, 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 no. Nope, that's not it. Uh, Alright, go. And that's 10 seconds. Good job. Wow. We barely got through. You did it, though. You did it. Good job. Good Round job. of applause. Good job. Uh, Nick Fenton says, Comes, come for the joke, stay for the 25-minute music video explainer. <laughs> dilly, dilly. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair, Nick. <laughs> Sometimes you. I like to talk about a music video in minute detail down to the last frame. There's dissections do. of El Camino shorter <laughs> than our <laughs> conversation about that music video. <laughs> It, you know what? It's it's uh, it's that actor whose name I'm forgetting now. Aaron Paul. <laughs> Aaron Paul brings us out of us. Uh, Jax Lawson says, I don't mind admitting that I currently rock an iPhone SE. Thank you. People will see it and be like, what number iPhone is that? And I'll be like, it's this weird cheapo iPhone that doesn't have a number, but it has a headphone jack. And they'll be like, well, yeah, but is it a 7 and an 8? And I'll be like, look, it's a weird off-sequence iPhone for pores, and they never advertised it, and don't make it anymore. Stop judging me. 
Anyway, this album even sounded big and bombastic on my craptacular little iPhone SE speaker, so it's a monster for sure. Thank you, Jax. iPhone SE users unite. I'm holding on to my SE. The battery sucks now. I was at a party (laughs) this weekend, which I was telling Jenny about. I can't even talk about half the things that went down at this party. But at one point, I pulled my phone out to take a group picture, and someone said, do not take a picture with that phone. Get that out of here. <laughs> As if I'm walking around, you know, with like a disposable Kodak or something. <laughs> Felt insulted. More or less. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's, yeah. That's, that's it for right. who's tweeting. I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. It's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's it for who's tweeting. Keep on saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. You guys, let's kick off November. Album of the week, Misanthrope by Dead. Yes. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on July 21st, 2017. That was a good party. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. In the new metal timeline, Mm -hmm. the come down is in 2001. The uh, cleanup, I think, is... (laughs) The come down is turned into the cleanup and at this point where we are right now historically we look back on 1999 fondly and we think that was a great party maybe we could do that again absolutely uh jenny any history with dead uh none at all i just remember that they were mentioned to us they asked us what the long list was we added them to the long list and now here we are how about you, Lauren? Yeah, same. They were a band that I was not aware of. And then, yeah, they were recommended to us. We put them on the long list. And they were they were tweeting at us, the band, saying, what's the long list? What's going on? What are you doing over there? <laughs> we said, just make it a new metal canon, Dad. But they seem very nice. And, uh, yeah, so I had yeah no real history with this record. Matt, any history with Dad? You know, I remember... When we went to see Corn with Stone Sour. Never um, forget. Ne- I will never forget. Uh, because you and I were standing under somebody who poured beer on us. That's uh, right. Accidentally. Accidentally. Well, listen. Corey Taylor walked out in a you know, fedora. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> You're going to lose your mind. Oh, what a cool trilby, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, he wanted to just sing some songs. Awesome. Um, but I remember the drive out because you drove when you're in Honda Element and you were like, have you heard Skillet? And I was like, no, I've not heard Skillet. <laughs> you played me some Skillet. Mm-hmm. You're like, have you heard Dead yet? And I said, no, I've not heard Dead. I think you played me one song and then we turned it off and we were at the concert. Yeah. And, and we should also say, like, this was uh, this was very early on for you, Matt. Your new metal tolerance. Well, it's funny lower. that you mentioned this. Yeah, because we've, we've had a lot of people hop onto the show lately, which we're very grateful for. And they listen to the early episodes without listening to recent episodes. And they're like, fuck, Matt. <laughs> which I get because I was kind of insufferable at the time. Uh, not really open-minded and uh, said a lot of shit. Said a lot of like, this isn't for me and I don't like it. 
We but had some scorching takes. We just had some those hot takes. early episodes. Nine we all had some scorching takes. Yeah. Nine on three years later, I have softened, and darn near uh, enjoy most of the things that we listen to. So there you have it. That's our history with Dead. Uh, Jenny, who's in Dead? Uh, this is who's in Dead. We've got Joe Catella on lead vocals, David Ludlow on guitar and backing vocals, Matt Reinhard on drums, and Kyle Kolsch on bass guitar and backing vocals. Okay, we have a lot of backing vocals on this record, Jenny. We do. That's Produced a lot of singing. by John oh. Feldman of Goldfinger fame. What? Yep, he's the lead singer and guitarist of the band Goldfinger. Well, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> doing everything I can. <laughs> Holding on to what I am. Saying <laughs> I'm a Superman. Superman. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk's pro skater. Who who wasn't a fan? Who wasn't a fan? I uh, went through uh, his uh, repertoire, which is very interesting. He has writing producing credit on Ashley Simpson's first album, Good Charlotte, the used Hillary Duff, uh, the Veronicas, Cute is What We Aim For, Sayosin, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Very surprised. And then way down, uh, but then I noticed he did some work with Disturbed in 2015. Did some work with Biffy Clyro. Also, the same year that he made this record. He worked with 311. Wow. He's working. He's working. Gotta let John work. Gotta let him work. And he uh, most recently produced the uh, most recent Blink-182 album. And he also produced a recent album by Ashley Tisdale. Good good for her. I didn't even know she was still around. Uh, so my man is is multifaceted. You get him in there and he goes, cracks his knuckles and he goes, what are we doing today? What are we making over here? We're making a 311 record? We're making a, making a dead record. What are we doing? Yeah. Let's fucking go. Uh, Jenny, genre tags hit me. Hit me. Genre tags. I'm going to hit you with just one. And that is new metal. There we have it. That's it. That's it. This is just new metal. No more. No less. No less. Uh, let's see if we agree. All right. The let's first do it. track on this album is called Architect. Get up and fucking go! There you go. It has been activated. Record time. Yeah. 
when I say go, go psycho. That's right, Matt. The last time we heard go psycho, well, we heard get psycho. (laughs) And that was was. on the sickness. It was. That was disturbed. Uh, I really liked this song a lot. I had no idea what to expect uh, going into November. Um, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was a really fun start. I wasn't sure about the chorus, but it's very new metal, and I think it works. Um, I did get some Draymond-ish vibes. I think it was uh, just commanding everybody to get up and go and go psycho. Uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the song. Uh, it was a little unhinged. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Lauren, what do you think? Uh, I wrote in my notes, yes, get up and fucking go. That's how you start a new metal record. Uh, I wrote new metal AF. Um, we've got a bit of a smooth boy chorus with the Linkin Park influence, but way heavier with some Slipknot vibes. I also wrote down when I say go, go psycho. Great work. And I also like that, you know, he's talking about being true to himself and not hiding that away because he says, I can't live like that. He's got to be real. And I said, I can relate. I got to be me. It's a hot open. It's a hot open. Matt. Hot open. Instant pit activation. Paying homage to forefathers. I hear so much in there. You guys heard Disturbed, some Slipknot. I'm definitely hearing Dig um, by Mudvayne in there. Um, But it's not a copycat. At this point, I feel like they're doing their own thing. I want to hear more. Absolutely. I also want to hear more. That can be arranged. (laughs) (laughs) Stretching here. Uh, All right. Up next, we've got anti-everything. go to 155 please 155 you got it buddy and all right all right he's got some come on ad libs in there giving you some come get some hands this has got a nice meaty riff we got some rapping into what can only be called an anthemic chorus. 
And then, but then he screams anti everything. So we still, before the smooth boy overwhelms us, we're back to the screaming. And I was on board for it. I like this one a lot. Jenny, thoughts on anti everything? Uh, I also liked this one a lot. I asked myself this question in my notes Can he do it all? Uh, because i feel like this is the kind of song that we've heard done by other bands who i have felt like they don't know who they are i feel like this band is making all of these different things their own it feels like you're hearing dead as a band um I really liked the you'll never get the best of me chant. It's kind of like fun and silly. It goes into like a very, very cool drop. I felt like this was a fun song. They're having fun. Mm. We're having fun. Um, Even like, obviously, historically, I'm not much for smooth boys, but the chorus works and it is anthemic and it's very catchy. Uh, I, I really liked this song. I did watch this video. I watched all the videos. There are many. There are many. Uh, apparently, one of Dead's things is that they wear whiteout contacts. And the, the the vocalist said that he wears them on and off stage. And it freaks people out. Uh, I was reading an interview that they did uh, with an ABC affiliate. And they said they were closing the window to the soul on stage and off. So, soul... Closed. Closed. <laughs> Closed. You're not getting in through these oculars, baby. And I guess, like, I, I started to, this was not the first video I watched, but I started to notice the white eyes pretty early on. Um, but there's something about that, that, like, showmanship and that kind of, like, cheesy. I mean, maybe they're totally serious. It's very new. It's very new. And I enjoyed it. Absolutely. And we should mention the director of that music video, probably the best cosign you can get, you guys, Fred Durst. True. Holy shit. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. When I was listening to this one, and um, for longtime listeners, you already know this, uh, but for new listeners that might be joining us on this record, um, Lauren and Jenny listened to the album three times. I listen just at time of recording. So this is my first impression of hearing this. Again, I'm hearing their influences, but their influences aren't overwhelming them. There's a lot of Linkin Park in this. And longtime listeners would know that I usually would say something like, I liked Linkin Park's dual vocalists because you had somebody who could rap. Ugh. And you, I hate saying rap. It's just the worst. Uh, but you had somebody who could do that. And then you had Chester coming in and that voice just killed it. This was just like they gave you both in the same vocalist, I th- believe. Correct? Yes. yes. And I wasn't like, I want two distinct voices. He gave me two distinct voices. And I liked that. Making it his own. Absolutely. I also want to mention in this music video... The band is doing great unison headbanging and top tier hair whipping. His hair, his hair is being whipped around. Oh, is it? Oh, these guys did it. Helicopter hair o'clock. Oh yeah, sure but is. all in unison, and it's and it's just they just look cool. 
it just looks super cool. And the decisions that Fred made, like these kind of cool out of focus shots. But the thing is also is Jenny, they're just in a room. There's not like a storyline or anything like that. Like Fred just came in and was like, white contacts, love it. Whip your head around. Yep. You guys crush. That's all you need. You're going to own this shit. So it's mostly a performance video. Yeah. But like with interesting stylistic, at one point I think it goes like, um, what's it? I don't know what the, it's called, like the reverse negative shot. Okay. So yeah. Uh, with yeah, it's the things going in and out of focus. Uh, yeah. I thought it was killer. Great video. Incredible song. All right. Up next, we've got a song called Dead to Me. A knife to my head I'm scared that I just might do it Get back at everything that's been In my way with the blood on my head can't stop bleeding This will be the last time you see me Take out a piece of me So you know it's just a bit Take me to 206, please. Of course I can. And... What a yes. down. Oh. This, I was like, feeling this song, but kind of... A little bit like, all right, these smooth boys. And then that breakdown came in and I'm like, well, you just pulled my favorite part of hardcore music. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I was very into that. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I thought it was cool. And you both have said it. One of the things I had in my notes here was just that I feel like they're really doing a great job of bringing in multiple influences and building their own sound. Yeah. So it's it's. I'm, I'm I'm glad you in. took I'm glad you took me there because I would never mentally have taken that leap that they were going to do a breakdown like that. I hadn't either. I was the first time I listened to this. Usually I sit down and listen first, but I did this on a jog and it was just right. I was like, especially <laughs> when it got to that breakdown, I was like, oh, my God, a treat. There's a treat at the end of this song waiting for me. It was great. I think that's what's getting me amped about this band in the same way that my ticket home got me amped early on is that they're cribbing the right parts. Like I always go back to this documentary that I saw about the Apple company, uh, you know, the ones that make the phones. Um, (laughs) But I've heard of them. The guy goes, everybody always steals the wrong shit. You know, like people steal all the time, but they steal the wrong shit. They, they steal the the flash or they steal the, you know, what they think is the cool part instead of stealing the right stuff. And I'm not saying that dead stealing. It's a parallel. 
they're they're taking the influences that worked. There's other shit that it's just like we can leave that there, but there's still like emotional check stuck in like you know I don't get I don't understand all the uh, the lyrics yet, but it's like. I'm having issues. There's problems. I'm working through it. I'm doing the best I can. But if you want to go crazy, let's go crazy. They're cribbing the right shit from this genre that we have examined for nigh on three years. I love saying nigh on by on. I wrote in my notes, as Jenny said just a song ago, great vocalist. He can do it all. Joe's really, really doing it for us here. He really is. I mean, screams, growls, rapping, smooth boy singing. He's like, what else What else do you need me to do? Hey, hey, guy from Goldfinger, what else you got for me? I got it. I can do it. I wrote, these boys came to do the work. And this thing is just, yeah, That when that when the breakdown happened, I was, I was in my car. And I went, oh, hello. I you know I'm I'm a little more a little more open to the smooth boys but when that happened I said this is a full meal of a track and I'm only 3 in. Uh so sadly, you know, since this album did come out in, you know, 2017, we do not have anything on songmeanings.com. So I had to go to genius.com to get a look at these lyrics and they just happen to have a quote from vocalist Joe speaking with Alternative Press on what the song is about. He said, lyrically, it's all about the internal struggle of being stuck in all the negative places from your past. Your mind can work like a film reel, replaying bullshit over and over again to no end. It manifests physically. It can really fuck you up. Oftentimes, we don't allow ourselves to exist in the present moment. In the song, I'm not saying I'm literally going to kill anyone. It's more about being bulletproof and strong, taking on anything and anyone that tries to get in the way of being your best self. Don't be a dumbass. Don't kill people. (laughs) <laughs> good clarification good clarification thank you thank you um and he said this song for me is about using the resentment and aggression we hold on to from the past as something that empowers you being wiser and stronger from it not forgetting it happened but accepting it happened and finding peace with these demons through living a solid life no better revenge than living life to the fullest success is the best revenge let me tell you joe sounds like a great guy <laughs> all right uh, up next, we have the song FMFY. Over now, bring out the KFC! 
I'm going to need the sheeple to wake up and bring out that motherfucking guillotine. Whew. My lord. When hey, I saw bourgeoisie. Knock, knock, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, boy. This thing. Uh, once again, following the Beatles template of She Loves Me, going right into the chorus, right up at the top. And we got a real crusher here, you guys. Just a real incredible track. I wrote This Song Rules. Jenny, thoughts on FMFY? I love it. Thought it was an all-timer. You kind of... Thought I got a little bit of uh, that metalcore vibe coming through. I know mm-hmm. that previous to being in this band, at least some of the members of Wikipedia is to be believed were in bands that had more of like an every time I die type of vibe going. Um, I know we've had a lot of nice things to say about Joe, but the rest of this band, they're crushing it. I have to say. Uh, say, the backing vocals on this track are great. I loved this song. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes if uh, we run into somebody or something happens that is not pleasant, Mitch, sweet Mitchell will say, there should be a cleansing rain (laughs) to get rid of people. Uh, Oh, wow. I'm telling you. Wait, is Mitch Mitch Rorschach from Watchmen? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like what? I don't know what that means, but maybe... uh, Mitch, like, he's he's very sweet, but he has some hot takes on humanity sometimes. <laughs> he thinks, like, most people are bad. And I'm like, I think most people are good. So we balance each other out. But uh, it it really, for some reason, just reminded me of his takes sometimes. <laughs> I like the song separate of that, but uh, the world should start over anew. I was like, oh, he would... He'd get into that. You're making a grocery list, and you're like, Mitch, what do we need? And he's like, a guillotine for the elite. The bourgeoisie to fall. Also, cinnamon (laughs) toast crunch. Yes, that's right. And perhaps if we could get some lactose-free milk, would you mind picking up some moose tracks? (laughs) Sure. Not a problem. As long as you can give me one of those peanut butter cups. There you go. You got it. Can I just say every time he did that monkey see, monkey do part, I was just like, it's about to fucking go. It's about to f- go down on this thing. So they have punched the ticket because I feel like it, any other band were to do that up until this point, with uh-huh. a few exceptions, we'd be like, how hokey is monkey seed, monkey do? But for some reason... And I think it's because I'm just on the fucking ride with this band. I'm like, yeah, what else would you say? There's nothing that's it encapsulates what they're trying to get to at this song perfectly. It isn't a gimmick. It's actually what they're trying to say. The delivery is. How do I say this? It's not that it's humorless, but it's serious. Does that make sense? But it's not. I don't know how they did it because that's it's a fine line. They're it's serious. Line. Ab- they're serious about it, but it doesn't come off as pretense, but it doesn't come off as hokey. 
You right. hear it and you go, and I was like, monkey see, monkey do. And by the time that I had processed monkey see, monkey do, he's like, fuck me, fuck you. I was like, all right, well, cool. I'm in. I'm in. Absolutely. Uh, I need you. I need a yeah. favor, Lauren. Yes. Talk about these drums. Listen, these drums, this guy came here to just destroy sets. His name is Matt. As I said earlier, great name, by the way. Solid fucking name. Great yeah, name. He, did, he nailed it with the name. <laughs> he nailed nailed the name. And he, as, as Kyle and David on guitar and bass guitar, a master hair whipper. This guy, watching him in these videos, he is a machine. He's crushing it. He's a human he metronome. Sounds, he, yeah, he is right there. You know what? Good drummers are hard to find. Dead found one. They got one. And uh, the music video for this song, uh, according to uh, the timeline here, was, uh, I guess, the first single from this album. Or at least like the first sort of like tease wasn't the radio single. Uh, the music video is uh, intercut with uh, news footage from riots and crime. You have bloody faces and bodies. The band is performing in an unfinished room. And uh, the thing I noticed, everyone has no sleeves. The tats are exposed. Sun's out. Gun's out. <laughs> and uh, lots of close-ups. And you know what? Those white contacts, they're there. They're ready to go. Soul blocked. Blocked. <laughs> Master <You> hair whippers. <laughs> aren't getting in here. No, mm-hmm. maybe that's part of, you know, you think it's just for show and, and part of like the the tradition of metal performance, but maybe that hair whipping is just another barrier to getting in the soul. <laughs> like you yeah. got to get yeah. through that. You got to get, get through, through the it. eyes. It's a journey. They're to get there. dead guys. The soul <laughs> is elsewhere. You know, we didn't even talk about this album cover, which really is reminiscent of, I'd say, those corn records. I don't think this is anybody Spawn related, but it's very comic book, very Walking Dead, maybe, uh, with what looks like four zombies with yellow eyes and a red background, the logo and the album title written in a, a scratch of desperation. Love the look. Love the look. I'm just saying they're coming out of the the gloom. Ready to fuck shit up with some new metal. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? All right. Well, let's keep going. Absolutely. Uh, up next, we've got a song called Remember the Enemy.
Matt, if you can go to 215. Of course, 215. We're on our way. Remember that you're no So this song's a bit of a journey. We've got, you know, uh, a very Linkin Park sound on that chorus. Uh, but we still have the screams. The can't kill me now part is sick. It's got that hot drop. I like this one. I didn't like it as much as the uh, first few. But I still like this one. Jenny, thoughts? I agree. This was the first time that I felt like it was more than just a borrowed influence. Like, it, it, I legit thought is this a lincoln park cover Mm. for a moment up top um i still i'm still on board um i could see this being a bit of an earworm um pretty Mm -hmm. cool i'm pretty cool (laughs) it could be a bit of an earworm uh this was another video directed by fred durst we've got some boys in cages here yeah filmed at an abandoned zoo Ooh, yeah yeah i found the most interesting part of this video was when um uh joe gave a middle a double middle finger double deuce while sticking out his tongue in the cage because the double deuce on its own i was like sure but with the tongue sticking out it was like yeah we're just having fun here in the cages getting wild yeah, this was filmed in Griffith Park, the old huh. abandoned Los Angeles zoo. Hmm. Opened from 1912, closed in 1965. Uh, the cages are supposed to be haunted by the spirits of animals that were once imprisoned there in old school, obsolete, and harsh conditions. Wow. So they went for a dark, nightmarish horror movie vibe. I think they did it. Yeah. Uh, and we got, I, I can't see exactly which gentleman this is, but someone's wearing a white zombie shirt. We Ooh. just talked about our boy Rob last week. Mm. Maybe some influences, maybe some influences coming through here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the white contacts, the theatricality of that, that's certainly, I mean, Rob, we didn't talk about it last week, but I don't think that's his natural eye color, lone pupil with a lot of white around it. I think he might have some contacts on. Might I don't want right. to. I don't want to talk out of school, what, but you know. what? I don't want to talk out of school. You're not his family. I'm not. Family, no. All right. Let's keep on going here. Up next, we've got a track called "Disassociate."
it's so hard when you're so full of shit. So follow me. Matt, I need you to go to 150, buddy. 150? All right, buddy. I wrote that down, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, get away. You never will find me. Can we get these posers out of here? <laughs> Love a good posers go away song. Oh, let me tell you, when that motherfucker get away, you never will define me dropped. And then the drop happens after it. Box me up. Send me home. I'm all, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Loved it. The top of this song made me laugh. The mm-hmm. whole like first verse is so it's like it's jaunty mm-hmm. almost in a similar way that early Megadeth is not early Megadeth, but let's say like peak popularity Megadeth. Mm-hmm. We get like sweating bullets, Holera, yeah. Wake Up Dead. Mm-hmm. That type of like poppy jaunty it's all very heavy, but it just was sort of reminiscent of that to me. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it doesn't sound like Megadeth, but no. that same vibe where I can just imagine like somebody doing a musical theater number to the like, <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. It made me laugh. And then, you know, you get I never want to be anything like you. You get the motherfucker get away. What's not to like? They They take you to some corny lyrics the beginning of this has some kind of corny lyrics and then there's a sincerity that they bring that not all bands bring that bring me back into it because i was about to write this this one off as ah you know they you know you can't have a can't have an album filled with rippers you know and then they fucking whisper and pull a corn on me. And I'm like, oh, well, again, steal from the best. Steal the right shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing, I, I, I wrote in my notes, we've got a top shelf chorus. Get these posers out of here. Uh, you know, as much as it did make us laugh at the same time, I just love the, I don't like when I get like this, but you make it so hard when you're so full of shit. Like, <laughs> yes. And I, I was so high on this song when I did notes that I wrote incredible song, maybe best on the album. That's how high wow. on the song I was. Yeah. I, I think it's the motherfucker get away. You'll never will define me part. That really speaks to me. Yeah. That I enjoyed so much. So feel very, very good about disuse disassociate. All right. Up next, we've got a song called rope. Yeah, we're not for that. Don't 
Jenny, I don't want to step on. Do you have anywhere you need to fast forward to? I didn't write down the <laughs> exact place, but I think I know where you're going. Matt, if you can please go to 245. 245, you got it, buddy. All right, here we go. I swear I'm fine. Don't fucking touch me, I'm fine. Yep. I swear I'm fine. Don't fucking touch me, I'm fine. I swear I'm fine. Wall of fucking death. That's such a fucking like this. Before before it happens, I'm trying to. So this happens. Sorry, we're just playing the whole fucking song. This is where he talks to the audience and he says that part where it's and every fucking band does this where it's like, don't go until I say go. (laughs) Everybody get down on the ground. Not till I say it's time. Oh, man. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wrote. I wrote, you're not fine, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever Uh, you have to tell somebody that emphatically that you're fine, you are moments away from crying. Oh, my Mm. God. The worst. The worst. Hey, are you okay? (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Nobody cares about me anyway, so (laughs) fuck you guys. Just don't don't fucking touch me. This is all I ask. Thank you. I've been sleeping alone in a gold bed, so <laughs> yeah, you know, at least I have a bed. <laughs> so uh, much to be grateful for. So much to be grateful for. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll just go home. Oh, my soup's been done for a minute, so I better get it out of the way. Yeah, I just, I hate cold hot dogs, so I'm just gonna go. Yeah, I just. Those hot dogs ain't gonna warm themselves up. You know, you gotta poke them with a fork. I wouldn't get. I wanna. I'm fine. Again, I'm. You know, (laughs) I'm. (laughs) We all have those days, but I'm. You know, so much to be grateful for. I'm fine. That's (laughs) good. And that (laughs) is the song. I I, acting. I I I gotta say, yeah, I gotta say, I love the lyrics in the second verse. I'm done choking on your mediocrity. A fucking ton of this empty vanity. I'm putting my foot down. Fuck it, I'm out. A pessimist practicing doubt. So sorry, not sorry. Fucking, I'm an army. Nobody I see in here can harm me. Kill the monotony. Not giving you fucking anything. Tattoo that on your forearm. That's a long tattoo. It's a long tat, all right? <laughs> Maybe it's a couple you sure days. You don't want that as your epitaph on your gravestone? Oh, 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 who's in charge of epitaphs? Jenny, you still charge of epitaphs? Yeah, that one, I'm going to need a scroll. <laughs> Listen, just get a second epitaph and, you know, just put... Put another you know, headstone next head- to my first headstone. <laughs> yeah, so when you get to the end, you run a room, just write C-O-N-T, continued, and, uh, you know, just let them know. Uh, I wrote in my notes... This song rules. I love dead. <laughs> That's very nice. Yes. So, so is there dead news? 
Is there a new album coming? They're in the studio, I believe. Or they they were um, recording a new album as of... Excuse me. So I just saw some dates. Yeah. So in sep... No. God damn it! Where did I know go? February 2020. They're playing. They're in Europe, like January, February. Yes. So if you're in Europe, you should go see them. They'll be in the UK, Netherlands, Germany, France, stuff like that. Belgium. <gasps> then they come to Louisiana to do some sort of a ship rocked. Oh. Rock cruise, that, but that ship gonna be uh, rocking. If um. If Wikipedia is to be believed, uh, it says that in July of 2018, the ensemble announced that they've begun work on their second studio album. Um, I don't see a release date for that yet, um, but I can't wait. Can't wait. Get that into it. Uh, it did uh, number 16 on independent albums, uh, number three on Heat Seekers, and number 80 on the Billboard 200. So pretty good oh, guys yeah for a rock record in 2017 that's real good in this economy in this economy they yeah. said yes we're doing it <laughs> all right let's keep going here uh, up next you got a song called hate me yeah we don't want to do anything to scare your children that's the last thing we want to do we don't want to scare anybody I came into this world like a reject. Look into these eyes. You'll see the sounds of dead. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think at about 2.05, there is a siren, too. So. Whoa. <laughs> Jenny loves a siren. I love a siren. Jenny loves a siren. If you were not at Jenny's wedding, they played no music. It was just sirens for three <laughs> hours. And yeah. she loved it. And all of us were confused. And someone going, the pit bull in the background. <laughs> Balls to no one. Yeah, we just listened to Ice Pick at my... <laughs> Onward to victory. Yeah, that was my whole... 
the whole reception was just listening to Ice Pick and me being like, the siren in this song. It's so good. Yeah. I remember I posted. not to sign the wedding, the wedding license. He kept trying to not sign. I'm like, no, sign it. But then calm. Listen to the, the siren. It's so good. I, I pulled Jenny aside at one point and I said, how'd you get Mitch to dance to his mom to Ice Pick? And you said, he knows what's up. So there <laughs> we go. His up. mom was picking up change. Everybody got, everybody got fucked up in my wedding. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I uh, was trying to define the riff of this song. And uh, the best I could come with is that this is the let's fuck it up riff. Like, we're going to fuck it up with this riff. And I loved it. Um, also, if you're going to start a song, you're like, we don't want to scare anybody. Oh, man. Things might get a little scary. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I wrote that these verses are stupendous. And Matt, you evoking Limp Bizkit is obviously why I thought they were stupendous. I kind of wish the chorus was a little more screamy, but the song has it in other places. And the, the, and the exit of the chorus, where it's the chanting, hate me, hate me, uh, into our favorite, I will never be a mother. I'm sorry. I will never be a motherfucker like you. <laughs> yeah. Love that. It's great. Money in the bank. Perfect. Jenny, The video, thoughts? very dramatic. Oh, this video. Firing barrels. A woman. Broken glass. Creepy dolls. No eyes. Uh, the walls have faces in them. Gravity mm. becomes yeah. a thing of the past. Yeah. Very, very fun video. Mm-hmm. I felt like this song was a bop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Did you notice that Joe was wearing a Sepultura shirt in the video? I did not. Yes, he has a Sepultura was, video. Yeah. There was a lot going on. I missed it, that detail. There are a lot. Yeah, because like you said, yeah, you had at one point. I I really liked that when they did the the cut to them singing the chorus together. It's like they abandoned all the artifice for a second and they're just having fun and there's like a fake skeleton and they're like pretending that the skeleton is singing the song, like opening and shutting its mouth. Like they're just goofing around. And then they're also playing in water and then just sort of jumping in the water and lots of splashing. At one point, they're like diving backwards with their instruments. And then, yeah, like you said, there's this hot blonde goth girl who at one point, I believe, hangs Joe. And kills him or something there's some mm-hmm. interesting suicide imagery going on in here as well yeah this was uh i think probably my favorite video like tied with anti-everything i like them both a lot matt um this one didn't do a ton for me guys i'm sorry to say that's okay this one i i think it just wasn't for me i think i've been able to get on the dead train and have my pit and my ticket punched by pretty much every song up until this point. I feel like uh, the nookie, it's it's a slant nookie riff, and I don't like the chorus of "Hate me, hate me, you will never break me." Um, you know, it's raining, it's raining. The old man is, you know, straining, <laughs> straining. <laughs> It's raining, it's pouring, the old man is snoring. Sorry. It's raining, it's raining, the old man is straining. Version B2. It could be noodles or, you know. See, I would have loved that. It's raining, it's raining, the old man is straining. That would have been great. I would have been on there. But I I think this one for me, maybe a bridge too far. 
Um, I always like when they go into it, though. Like, when they open up, uh, for lack of a better term, when they go full throttle into it, and they kind of just like, let's just fucking rock. They get me back, and they did get me back later in the song, but that chorus was a little too hokey for me. I'll leave it at that because they've been able to reel me back in every other time. And like, there's only three songs left on this album. They're fucking killing it. They're doing great. I will never be a motherfucker like you. I will never be a motherfucker like you. I won't. All right. Up next, we've got a song called I Exist. This is, I think, the first song we've ever done on the show where the first word of the actual lyrics, not an ad lib or anything, is fuck. He starts off with fuck, it's really something. When you're someone else's nothing. Mm. Which you know what? Uh, yeah. uh, oh, I'm oh, fine. Oh, 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 oh. It's fine. Oh. No. Oh. Um I it's real something do you have a water bottle i could borrow yeah you can have this one i got it from work oh yeah it's fine i left my water bottle at bill's house and i don't think was bill your i'm fine wait wait are you are you and bill not hanging out anymore um you know we kind of are, but can I have one of your chips? Yeah, you can have. You can have. Can I sit in your chair? chair? Yeah. Oh, you, Is yeah. This your have... son? He's beautiful. Yeah. It's the, yeah. The thing. Yeah. Well, listen. I do have to get back to work pretty soon. Um, sure. Are you just, I'll be are you quiet. Just, oh. Okay. Oh. I'll just, okay. I'll just take my laptop over to the comments Yeah, my desk got taken away. It's fine. They took your desk. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Oh. To clean it or something. I vomited on my desk. This oh my god. So oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's having a week. Wow. Poor Karen, man. Oh man, she's she's been fucking taking it on the chin lately. Jeez. <laughs> it's rough for Karen. I saw a bird shit and miss her and then fly back around. <laughs> oh boy. That's rough. Um so 
I know, you know, everyone at home couldn't see the faces, but um, the, the chorus, come get me hands. The come get me. So we had the come get me hands twip. to start, but then we hit the chorus, and I could feel the chorus kind of divide everybody a little bit. But the chorus is still pretty heavy. The vocals are smooth, but the music is heavy. It gave me a feeling? Linkin Park vibe. Yeah, I, I I got like an emo. I wrote emo chorus, but heavy as fuck music. Um, I I wrote you know these guys learned all the right lessons from everybody. That that's what I keep coming back to. Um, as a bad relationship song, very effective, and I feel like the the resonance of the line "I existed before you, and I will exist in this without you." That's an interesting. It's not even like a like a vengeance song. It's like I'm just gonna get out of here and exist again you know like you'll be you know, just, fine uh, yeah you're gonna be okay um which i enjoyed i enjoyed yeah. that so that's, uh, that's right yeah. where i go when i get mm. mad yeah somebody tells me what to do i'm like you know what i've i've been making it on this earth for quite a while <laughs> i don't need your help thank you Goodbye. so thank you very much thank mm. you good night Input noted and discarded. Uh, <laughs> uh, quick yeah. cue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How respectful of our time is this record? Uh, this record clocks in at 37 minutes and 24 seconds. A full 10 minutes longer than Jesus is King. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Still respectful of our time. So Incredible. respectful. Incredibly respectful. Uh all right, I'm I'm excited for this next one because I'm looking at my notes and man, I was on one last night. So let's get into it. <laughs> All right, now the next track is called Inside. Satisfaction of pain Metaphorical title We're washing everything I just wanna be the same Shut up my fucking brain If I can help it Then pouring over everything I'm not complaining I don't need help I don't need pity I just don't have the luxury Of denial in me all right i really like that one uh i wrote in my notes chug me to death dead <laughs> just wow. chug me to death this is this is a real chuggy boy i've been kind of waiting for like this type of chuggy boy because they've had rippers but like this is like mm-hmm 
when you gotta you gotta have a chugger and you gotta have a moment for me to write in my notes the boys did it again the boys done it again the boys did it again good job boys good job boys they did the built-in sing-along where they're all basically saying i'm dead inside i'm dead inside that that's just Good old construction of a song, just getting people hype. That you know, you can turn that into a clap part. You know, love it. This is one where I'm like, imagine them putting together like, this is gonna crush live. I want to see Dead Live. Put it on my Christmas list. Me too. Yeah. Well, we can just keep making trips to the UK. (sighs) True. Just, just hop in a puddle jumper and get on over there. Yep. Hop that puddle. Yeah. Jenny, what else did you think about Inside? Uh, I liked it. I feel like one thing that really came through in this record was that Dead knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt... This whole album felt fun to me. We still have mm-hmm. one song left, but like up to this point, this whole album has felt fun to me. I think they're sincere in what they're saying, mm-hmm. but it's not self-important. It feels more like authentically like somebody just kind of dealing with their shit and being like, nah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. The yeah. cleansing rain, you know. Has Mitch heard dead? Because I think he might be on board with some of these <laughs> messages. Yet. I think he'd at the very least enjoy FMFY. So, <laughs> uh, he, he turned, he, yeah. This is what I'm saying, Jenny. This is what I've been saying. I know. This is our, our constant conversation. I'm like, eh, most people are fine. He's like, no, most people are terrible. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not most people. Wait, though, is he is he maybe a little mad that all the music at your wedding was ice pick, though? Is Matt maybe where this is all coming that, from? <laughs> yes. I, I, he keeps trying to talk to me about it, and I just start barking at him like the pit bull. The pit bull. Yeah, the pit bull bows to no one. That's what I say. <laughs> he wants to have a thought or a feeling. <laughs> That's not true at all. I'm a kind and gentle wife. Um, <laughs> I am. I'm nice. People think that he's like the nice guy softy in the relationship, but they've got it all wrong. The other way around. I'm the softy. He's the bruiser. So, just saying. All right. Anyway, if you want to know more about my relationship dynamics, go to your local library. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a lot of books. I just riff little... reading is fundamental. Yeah, I leave like Jack Chick pamphlets all over the place. Um, <laughs> did you watch any videos, Lauren, or excuse me, uh, interview videos, Lauren, or read any interviews? Just to find out how big of a tell The Walking Dead was to this band. Just because uh, Dead Inside is such a huge Walking Dead moment. Uh, No, I did not. I failed to do anything else like that. So That's fine. I was just wondering. I didn't find anything in particular, but it's just I'm a a Walking Dead fan and... uh, all dead inside is just a very um, strong Walking Dead nod. Mm. I don't know anything about Walking Dead. It's okay. Uh, when uh, when the survivors find a uh, 
bunch of houses in a gated community, they think it's fine. Uh, but they did not see that on the gate itself, they had painted all dead inside. They'd missed, uh, it was covered in snow. So they go into these houses that have dead inside. Wow, that sounds uh, like a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's assuming Christmas time if there's snow. That's rough. <sighs> rough, rough go on that show. Never a good day. Never a good day on The Walking Dead. Carl. Carl. Um, (laughs) All right. We got one track left, and it is called Beautiful. Beautiful. Jenny, thoughts on beautiful? Uh, a slow, dirgy boy to take us out. Uh, <laughs> I so this song didn't do a lot for me. Uh, but if I had heard this song when I was like a tween or a teen, or if I was fine. Oh, yeah, oh. Ka- 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 Karen, Karen. That was our song. <laughs> that was your song? That was our song. <coughs> I'm making myself choke over here, but uh, <laughs> I could have, I could see, I can see how this song would get to lots of people, but I think I come to dead for the pit. Yeah. Less so stuff like this. I got a Leonard Cohen if I want to cry. Oh, I hear you. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it it wasn't for me, but it certainly wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Lauren, what did you think? Uh, This was, yeah, the only one that I wasn't like totally in love with. Because, yeah, I also am coming here. I'm here to hear dead crush uh this gave me a bit of it it was the one time where i could see like you've got this you know chill piano that that reminds me of like um something like lincoln park's december or something like that one of their very like chill piano ballads but the but the vocals and this lyrics are very intense at almost like a 
Like, I, I kept expecting it to kind of rip up more because he still was coming so hot with the lyrics. And at one point on my listens, I was like, this is almost like a new metal Phantom of the Opera or something like that. I had the same thought and i didn't yeah. want to bring up phantom of the opera but it reminds the me glorious of glorious pantages theater yes. by, by phantom, phantom by, by phone. phone eight six six one two one two by phantom by, by phone. phone there is a in the phantom of the opera movie which is so fucking boring that it's not even funny to watch which is that the one with gerard butler uh i don't it has to be because there's only yeah. one. I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that's. Oh wait, there's like the ones from like like the 30s, like Lon no, Chaney, not, right? not the 30s. No, like this a is more the modern. Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. musical. One. There's oh. like a whole sequence where he's on like a fucking raft or something. Yep. Like like going through these canals trying to find this whatever her name is. Sing for me, <laughs> whatever her <laughs> name is. Uh, yeah. And it, that is what this song reminded me of. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is going on here? Why am yeah. I thinking of the Phantom? Yeah, I got a bit of like a, don't look at me, I'm a monster. You know? Um, but but at the same time, I could see someone looking at this as saying like, um, you know, they're looking at someone who they feel has like a perfect life. You know, I could see someone even being like, this is, you know, this is what happens if you think like Instagram is real, you know, like everything is sickeningly perfect on social media, but it's not, you know, I was saying to somebody once, you go on Facebook sometimes, you're like, is everybody at the beach? Because everybody's profile pic is like at the beach and you're like at work, you know, on your lunch break. And that's at the beach. Yeah, everyone's like at the beach. Yeah, so I I could see that message on it, but yeah, I still did get a bit of a new metal fan of the opera with that. Uh, But you know, at this point, it's fine. It's 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 a classic move that you know generally doesn't lead anybody wrong to close out on a slow boy. So yeah, Matt. You know, I was thinking about a live show, and if you're doing an hour set. Um, to have a song like this to put at kind of the 25, 30 minute mark to give everybody a breather. That's um, true. Makes a lot of sense. The pacing in the album totally makes sense. This is the sp- the slot for your slow, slow boy. Um, I just think about the only time I've seen Nine Inch Nails live and they put like the slowest songs pretty much right at the halfway point. And then went right into happiness and slavery. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like yeah, every time I've seen Nine Inch Nails, they like slow way down. And then they're like, March of the Pigs, anybody? So, yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. Um, well, that's the album. That's Misanthrope by Dead. And now it's the part of the show where... Uh, cannon talk. We talk about the new metal canon. Jenny... Why don't you kick this one off? Um, I thought this album was a great way to start November. I really enjoyed listening to this album. Each listen was a joy, and I will return for more. Uh, I think oftentimes we have talked about how we wish bands would learn more and pull the right pieces from 
the the bands that came before them and I felt like we really got that here. I was a big fan and I would put the whole thing in. Lauren. Let me go to my notes. This album rules. These boys came to crush and they do that a lot. Joe can rap and sing and scream and he writes interesting lyrics. The band are here to smash it to bits. I love it. Put the whole thing in the canon. New metal is back, baby. Uh, Matt Nas. I'm surprised to hear put the whole thing in only because it's so new. You know, it's 2017 release. But then I go back to the fundamentals. The things that make a band canon worthy. Hooks, they've got them. Crunch, they've got them. Chug, check. These songs are catchy, and you want to hear them again. And they're good. They're just, they're a good band. They're a solid band. They're an enjoyable band. And if I were... Well, I, I can only be as old as I am, right? And I went through the first wave of this. I went through the first wave of new metal. And it wasn't uh, for me at the time, but over time I have softened to it as we talked at the beginning of this episode. I think they're doing the genre proud. I say put it fucking in. There we go. Let's do it. There you have it, everybody. It's unanimous. We're kicking off November right. Dead misanthrope in the new metal canon. Welcome, a lot of your a lot of your favorite people are in there already. But if you're looking for the first corn album, <laughs> sorry to disappoint <laughs> sorry you. Sorry to disappoint you. You ain't gonna find that in the canon. <laughs> not even ball tongue. Weird. No, no, not ball tongue. Uh, blind, yes. Shoots and ladders, yes. And that does bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. November continues next week with another band doing that shit on the streets (laughs) today. Oh, my God. Are you, excuse me, sir, are you a narc? I am not a narc, although you know what you know what though, Jenny Jenny right now is like, yeah, Lauren, you're a fucking narc based on the story you told me this weekend. So you are a little bit of a narc. Uh, I'm a bit of a fucking narc, yeah. All right. You know what? You're a father to a young man. You gotta be a little bit of a narc. <laughs> I am. Yeah, All once right. you have a once you have kids, you're like, I fuck the rules of the street. I gotta take care of this kid. Yeah, I uh yeah, I saw some shit this weekend and I was like, Jenny, you're texting you like immediately at like <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I remember the last time I did that. <laughs> old grizzled. Uh, old grizzled. All right. Well, enough enough in jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Just old grizzled. That's me. Yeah, I'm fine. it's fine oh boy all Uh, right well until next time jenny thank you lauren thank you matt thank Thank you thank you see you later bye Bye. So fuck me and fuck you too! The world should start over now! 